0: Hi, this is Sean Perrin, and you're listening to episode 22 of the Clarinet podcast with Vientos Bamboo. Today's episode is brought to you by Didario Woodwinds. Sanding, shaping, balancing. For centuries, mastering your instrument meant mastering these crafts too. But now, Didario is redefining craftsmanship for the 21st century by refining their reeds and mouthpieces with technology built from the ground up. By using the world's most innovative techniques to deliver consistently what was once made variable by hand, Didario ensures excellence right out of the box as standard, not a surprise. So you can spend less time sanding, shaping, and balancing, and more time perfecting your own craft. To learn more about the new era of craftsmanship from Didario Woodwinds, visit D'Addario.com slash woodwinds. Vientos Bamboo is a company based in Buenos Aires, Argentina. They devote themselves exclusively to the development and manufacturing of accessories for wind instruments. At the moment, their catalogue includes handwoven ligatures for saxophone and clarinet, microfiber cleaning kits and swabs, leather neck straps for saxophone and clarinet again, handmade wooden reed cases, and cork grease. We discussed why Vientos Bamboo began as a company, their mission statement, focus on their gorgeous multicolored handwoven string ligatures, the wooden reed cases, and their neck straps as well. I have to say that many of their products are basically tiny works of art, and they go over why this is important to them, along with the color selection in the interview. I'm thrilled to say that the full range of Vientos Bamboo products is now available at the clarineat.com online store. See slash store for details. There are four giveaways for this episode. One lucky winner will get to select a six-capacity reed case in the style of their choice. One person will win a base clarinet ligature. One person will win a clarinet ligature, and again, for both of these, you can pick any one of 11 colors, including clarinet purple, and one person will get to have their very own swab and cork grease made by bamboo. For a chance to win this and other items mentioned on the podcast, be sure to subscribe to our email list at www.clarinet.com. Make sure to stick around all the way to the end of the episode today. I've decided to add a new section where listeners can submit news, feedback, questions, or anything else that comes to mind. Today, the two submissions will be from Catherine Lodano and Eric Salazar, who have both done something interesting since coming on the show a few months ago that they'd like to share. In keeping with the obvious musical theme of this podcast, I'd like to call this part of the show The Coda. If you have anything you'd like to see featured, whether it be a piece you've written, a question you have, or a new CD you're releasing, or anything else like that, make sure either to send an email with full information to feedback at clarinet.com, or leave a voicemail on SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe is a service that allows you to send a voicemail directly to my inbox. Go to www.clarinet.com and click Send Voicemail. And now it's time for the interview with Viento Bamboo. Hi Claudia, and thank you so much for coming on the Clarinet Podcast.
1: Hi Sean, thank you very much for. Uh, giving us a space in your post in your podcast to talk about our uh, company and our work.
0: That's right. Pablo is there too. Hi, Pablo. We had two people on today. This is the second time actually we've had two people on the show, so it's gonna be a little interesting that way. So, could you explain first of all um, who, who Pablo is within the company? He's also there.
1: Yes, uh, Pablo is the man- Pablo is the managing director of the company, and. Um, well, he's the creator of Bamboo, wow. <laughs> of all the concepts and, and of the accessories and, well, everything that we can offer uh, was born uh, because of him and his talent.
0: So, uh, Vientos Bamboo is a fairly new company. I'm not sure if all listeners will have heard of it. Would you mind giving a quick um, bit of insight into the history of your company and why it was founded?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, Well, Bamboo is an Argentinian company. It is based in Buenos Aires. and This company was born uh, around the year 2007 uh, with an initial idea idea that was a simple idea. Um, This company was born because of a a situation in our country uh, that is the following. Uh, Here, there are almost no manufacturers of accessories for wind instruments, and due to an economical and political situation, the products which were uh, were imported to our country uh, were really expensive uh, for musicians. So it was difficult to have access to the necessary tools to become a professional musician. Uh, To all musicians, it was a difficult thing to achieve because of the, the price of uh, imported products and so our initial intention was that of manufacturing in our country in in our country uh, accessories of a high quality uh, quality professional quality uh, for argentinian musicians that was uh, and and that helped these musicians afford these products
0: are all the products manufactured in argentina as well as distributed from there
1: Yes, all of them. All so, of them are manufactured here.
0: Yes. So that's great for the local economy too.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the idea to to um, say, produce uh, accessories that are manufactured here. Well, and now they are exported to other countries as well. So well, it's so, good for our so, economy.
0: Well, so yes. the, the woodwind accessories, like that's um that's a need. But was there any other sort of mission that you had founding this company?
1: yes with time our mission changed a little uh, the initial mission uh, was uh, that of uh, i mentioned before of uh, manufacturing national products aimed at uh, argentinian musicians uh, with time uh, well some things happened that uh, made our mission uh, mm, be modified uh, uh, first um, our one of our products that is the, the handwoven ligature, the string ligature, uh, that was one of our first accessories, uh, became really well known, really successful among European musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, well, the first one that surprised us because it was at the beginning of our, our work as a company it was uh, the French uh, saxophonist Claude Delangle. I don't know if you uh, know him.
0: I'll have to check him out. Uh,
1: yeah, well, he he he's uh, in in Europe, uh, he's a very well-known musician and and a talented one and he started he chose our ligatures and started using them and enjoying them <laughs> and well, uh, among with many other musicians such as a uh, uh, Johan van der Linden in in Holland in the Netherlands, uh, Christoph uh, Grez in France too, uh, Nacho Gascon in, in Spain, uh, Alexander So uh, in France. There are lots of uh, musicians who started choosing our ligatures, and so uh, that changed the, the the mission of our company. of Being a national company who uh, manufactures products for Argentinian musicians, because um, uh, well, this happened. Uh, Lots of musicians from other countries started uh, using our accessories, and and well, we started. We changed from that idea I mentioned before to being a company who could manufacture in Argentina, but for uh, musicians all around the world, Uh, and always. uh, offering uh, accessories of a uh, professional quality.
0: So it started local, but it's going global based on demand.
1: Yes, yes, that's what happens. is happening to, to our company, yes.
0: So there are a few products. Let's start talking first about the ligature. Um, it's a string ligature, and this is not so common on French system clarinets or with saxophones. Um, what was the story behind this, and who's the target market for it?
1: Uh, well, yes. Uh, It is true that uh, string ligatures are not as commonly used in saxophones as metal ligatures. Uh, Anyway, in the clarinet family, uh, string ligatures are more frequent than within saxophones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our market is expanding, and more people from different uh, sectors, uh, different uh, music sectors, are choosing our ligatures. But uh, what we know for certain is that... um, our ligature is very popular among uh, classical and contemporary musicians where they, we know that musicians look for a, a kind of sound that is the sound provided by our, by our ligatures that is like um, a deeper sound, uh, round, dark sound, not, not a very brilliant sound that is the sound provided by, by string ligatures.
0: One thing I really like about these is uh the fact that they're just so durable. I mean, you could drop it, you could you could really step it, you could step on it. You could throw it down a flight of stairs like it's there's no way to break this. Is the durability an argument for purchasing this type of ligature?
1: Yes, well, yes. That is one of the of the features of this uh, of this ligature. Not, nothing will happen to it. <laughs> you can even you can even wash it. Yeah. wash it that... and, and it will be perfect. So Uh, This is one of the characteristics, Uh, along with um, another uh, thing to emphasize about this ligature is the the varied color catalog that we offer, Um, that is of 12 different uh, colors. And this is, it may sound as something not very important, but it is an important benefit of this product, Um, because what we have as a company, we have a belief. Uh, that is that uh, the possibility of customizing your instrument and of having accessories that you can personalize and and customize uh, is is very important for us. Um, uh, It was very important for us to offer products that are not only black, that uh, you, you can find a variety of options to find, so that the musician can find... the the personal touch that uh, and the personal style that uh, our ligature offers the visual part but this for us this also can affect the the way of playing the sound it's very subjective the idea but uh, this is what we feel that the 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 possibility of customizing your instrument will give you something else as a musician so uh, it is for this reason that we always intend to offer different color and style options in each of the products we, we manufacture. Um, apart from this, um, another well, the, 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 one of the characteristics of this product too is that um, the material with all of our products, the selection of the material used for its um, confection is something that takes a long time and a uh, very deep, uh, very thorough uh, research. Um, so we spent a year, our company spent a year trying to find the perfect material for this, uh, this accessory for the ligature until we found this string that has many benefits. Um, one of them is that it never stretches. Uh, and well, as you mentioned, the durability, mm-hmm. nothing will happen to it, as you, as you have just said. So it's a strong material, but it is not a rigid material. So it allows the reduction of some kinds of vibrations, of re-vibrations. And this is what results in a sound which is deep and warm. Uh, and it also allows the sound production to be spontaneous and it facilitates the control of staccatos and high-pitched notes.
0: Yeah, and before we move on from the colors, I, I know that these are professional quality, but I, I really think there's something here for the student market because kids are often, you know, a little turned off by the basic black accessories. And uh, I think as far as durability, too, I mean, this is something that they can't they can't break. They can't step yeah. on it by accident, you know and uh, also you know that the colors would be great i don't know if this is something that's happened yet but but like a marching band maybe they have red themed colors and they want to have red ligatures on there too has that been something that's popped up
1: yes yes it also happens with uh, some uh, yes groups um um, with with bands it has happened that uh, we have seen and it's it's really uh, it makes us very happy when we see a, a band And all or most of the musicians are wearing a specific color of ligature, and well, visually it's very nice to see that. And um, uh, it also uh, there are some uh, quartets that uh, have chosen our ligatures, and and the quartet is represented by the color. Uh, There is one quartet that is called uh, Purpura Panza in Spain, is it in Valencia, and. well, as the name, the name Purpura means purple. And so uh, they use uh, the ligatures, our ligatures in the color purple, that is a very beautiful color. And uh, so our ligature finally is, is like what repre- one of the things that represents. Uh, visually, the the project, the musical project.
0: Actually, I was just gonna say, actually, I, I'm gonna be ordering a bunch of those clarinet purple ones. I call them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it's yes, my favorite. That one is, is the one, the color that I love. Another another um, quartet that is using our ligatures is a morphine in France. That is, uh, well, I don't know if you know Christophe Grez. Christoph mm-hmm. uh, he works in Selmer. He's a designer of one of the mouthpieces, and well, he plays in this quartet, and and they also use uh, red ligatures uh, also because the red is one of their colors, and well, they use it to customize their their instruments and and to represent the the their, their quartet. So uh, this is something that uh, we one of our aims too to be able to to give the tool to musicians, not only to have an, a nice sound and to be comfortable when playing the instrument, but also of uh, being able to, 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 uh, to show their instrument in a, in a beautiful way to, to, to represent their, their style as a musician or as a band or as a quartet. So that is one of our aims too.
0: And these are hand woven in Argentina? Yes. Yes,
1: they are hand woven here. Yes.
0: Very cool. And I noticed both I have a bass clarinet one here you guys sent me to try, as well as the normal clarinet, and I have black and blue blue here. Both are gorgeous. I, I do really want to see those purple ones too. But um they come with a little uh what is this, porcelain material? Kind of is this a stand for them or the shipping?
1: Yes. Yes, it says ceramic. Yeah, uh, oh ceramic, yeah. It's a ceramic stand that uh, is made here too everything is handmade and it's uh, like yes pro- the art process is made here uh, it's the in order it's very important for us to to give people a, a, an accessory that is uh, presented in a beautiful way that mm-hmm. when you receive the the box and the packaging that every part of the of the accessory, uh, Produces like a a pleasure to open to see to have it in your hands. Uh, This is very important for us. The the aesthetic, uh, the look of our accessories.
0: Well, this might sound like a silly thought, but has there been any any uh, thought into marketing this little ceramic thing as a separate accessory? I mean, I found it was great to store my ligatures on my desk.
1: Yeah. uh, Well, that's an idea. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's. Because when you're not
0: using a ligature, ligatures are delicate, right? And when you're not using them, there's there's nothing right now to set them on.
1: We work a lot in that object that some people may, I don't know, throw away.
0: Oh, no, but no. I I was so happy we, to get it. and
1: Yeah, we hope they don't because it's beautiful. And, well, if they can give it a use, as you have just mentioned, it's great. Uh, we only uh, manufacture this uh, stand to, to give a nice presentation to... To our, our ligatures, so when they open the box, they find also uh, that all materials are handmade and and they are beautiful. That's what what we intended when when designing uh, this stand too.
0: Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. A really nice little touch. I really really noticed that for sure.
1: Well, we are we are really glad to know that.
0: So when using it, and I, I do love the sound, I love the feel and articulation and all those things. The first couple times putting on was a little tricky, but then I, I did figure it out. I, I like how it—I um, like how there's this little string loop that can be tightened after you've you've got it on there. That's really good too. But I did yeah. find when switching between clarinets, like from the A to the B flat, it was a little trickier. Are, are there any tips to to keep it on there? Uh,
1: yes. Well, first of all, the important thing is to to uh, achieve the perfect fit. So that uh, if you if you achieve that, uh, you will not have the problem of of um, the ligature slipping off when you change clarinets. Mm-hmm. So I would like to to give you some tips in order to be able to adjust the ligature in the perfect way. First of all, the first time you you are you want to use the ligature, you receive the ligature and you want to use it. The first time, uh, it's important that you do this. Thing with I'm talking first about um, clarinets uh, B flat and E flat clarinets alto clarinets and soprano saxophones. Uh, they they have an easy way to adjust. That is, first try to find the good the perfect size and to adjust it before placing it on the mouthpiece. Mm. Uh, it may take several attempts, but once you get to the the size. Uh, You try it on the mouthpiece with the reed uh, by pushing it downwards, and when you get to the perfect size, there you uh, must adjust the sliding knot of the cord, Mm -hmm. and once you get to that point when you you find the perfect fit, you must not move that anymore, never.
0: Oh, interesting, because what I was doing is loosening it off like I would any other ligature with a screw-cut type thing.
1: Yes, in this kind of uh, mostly with uh, clarinets and, and soprano saxophone, that is not necessary. Once you you get to the perfect fit, it's like uh, you apply it by pressure, by pushing mm. it downwards with the with the reed. Um, you can place the the instrument on your leg or a chair, and you and you push the. The ligature downwards, and any time you want to, for example, change reeds, you pull it upwards, you change the reed, and then you push it downwards again. Uh, if you manage this, uh, you will never have to modify the the knot. It's not necessary. It's you reach that size, and that's all. You don't need to to change anything. Mostly, wow! So
0: I just actually tried that here, and it works great. So I can get it off and on the mouthpiece, right, just like that.
1: You're tying it now. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Work- perfect. Good. Yeah, it works great. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I, 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 I could have... use. Looks like I could use some cork grease today, but. <laughs> but well,
1: okay, um, uh, yeah. yes, but uh, well, it's nice to see that you are trying and and that the explanation has been useful. Um, it it is a little difference with saxophones. The process is different because may um, mostly because the position of the mouthpiece is different. It's not vertical but horizontal. Uh, so the best suggested way that we have found is to. Place the ligature on the mouthpiece before attaching the mouthpiece to the instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ligature for for uh, for saxophones uh, for uh, yes, well for saxophones is it has this one has two knots because in clarinet there is only one knot uh, in uh, B flat clarinet there is one adjusting knot and um, for uh, saxophones there are two uh, and um, here what we suggest is is first uh, place the, the reed and and the ligature on the mouthpiece, adjust the knots when you have placed them, so it's different, the, the method, and then place the 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 mouthpiece uh, on the instrument, um, adjust the mouthpiece in the instrument. Um, and in this case, yes, the process should be made every time you change the reed to adjust a little the knots. It's different from clarinets. So, I don't this, know if it's clear. so, the bass yes.
0: clarinet ligature is exactly like that as well. There's two strings.
1: Yes. Yeah, yes. So, so that
0: explains that. So, okay, yeah.
1: It's is, is, is different. It's uh, what I have just explained. It's better maybe to, to adjust it before placing the mouthpiece uh, in the instrument. And we are at the moment working in in videos to to explain and show the best way of of using our ligature. Uh, They will be available soon. Well, I
0: I think that it's just kind of, for people it's different, right? Um, It's a little different, it's something they're not used to, and and I guess the video, once you know how to do it, it's fine. But uh, yeah, I think that some people may need that help.
1: Yes, yes, that's why uh, we we are working with those videos. And yes, uh, and well we also uh, offer uh, assistance uh, when they contact us uh, people contact us with questions with suggestions and where well, we are always available to answer any questions and and to provide help uh, we also have pictures that show how to uh, um, place the ligature correctly and well we we are there to assist people in anything they need um, what i would like to add is that the new ligature that we are uh, working on um, will be made of the same material. It's hand woven, but the adjustment system will be made of uh, bronze screws, ah. so it will be different. So, um, well, we are anxious uh, to release this product, but well, we are expecting the launch of this product for
0: 2017. Wow, uh, sounds sounds very nice.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> we are very happy about this product. And, well, people will know when it becomes available, too.
0: Have these been popular with German players? Because they really always use sort of a string-type ligature, and this seems like it would be faster to put on.
1: German musicians have, like, a very specific way and and uh, with the string and, and the type of mouthpiece they use. So it's, it hasn't become very popular among... There, there have been some... Musicians who who bought uh, German musicians buying our products, but it's not the most popular market.
0: Yeah, they have uh, a different system there, and I think the mouthpiece actually is a different size too. But
1: yes, Yeah I think that they, it has some a shape, a special shape to to for the for the string. Uh, so uh, yes, it's a different method. So it's not the most popular market for us for uh, for the ligatures. Yes, it is for other, other of our accessories, but but not exactly for our ligatures.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping to make them available here because I don't think they're available in Canada yet. And uh, I had a couple students try them and they were <laughs> they tried to buy them from me. And I was like, I got to hold these. They're, they're for my <laughs> listeners.
1: <laughs> How nice. Well, yeah. I hope they can have them soon and enjoy them.
0: So let's move on to the reed case. Now, this is an absolutely beautiful product. What's the story behind this?
1: Well, uh, well, I'm glad that you find it uh, beautiful. And, um, yes, uh, well, this is a an accessory product which was developed more than five years ago, but uh, due to the difficult manufacturing pro- uh, processes that it has, it, it has gone through many changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, mo- the first model we manufactured is uh, very different from the model we are offering now. And, um, uh, well, the... the company's primary idea was to design a wooden reed case with a sliding closing system with neodymium magnets, and uh, the concept behind this product um, is the object itself. I will explain this idea. Um, the idea is that the manufacturing processes to to for this reed case, for Bamboo's reed case, are the same processes needed to make a wooden musical instrument. I mean, um, these read cases go through um, the same, uh, they are built in the same precise, fine, and dedicated way uh, that uh, um, a musical instrument like a violin, a guitar, uh, a bass, uh, uh, it goes through the, the similar processes. The kind of wood used for, for, this, for its confection is the same as for an instrument, the quality uh, and uh, all the processes, the gluing, pressing, the carving, the, the um, polishing, the finish, everything is the same as um, the, the, the processes uh, uh, that uh, used by Luthiers. Um, so, in, in fact, the person who who is in charge of manufacturing uh, our read cases, is uh, a luthier and um, he's an artist, too. (laughs) Uh, And so um, our idea is that all of these things that I have just told you are sensed when you see the object. It's very important for us that uh, the idea that we, we do not only want to sell a product, but a gorgeous object to have and to admire. Uh, like a work of art. That's, that's what we expect uh, from this product. Um, apart from the idea of giving uh, great importance to the perfect care of reeds uh, and um, uh, that they are stored and they are uh, uh, kept in good conditions, uh, we also give importance to the... We want musicians to experience a sensation when they store their reeds uh, or when they open their read case. Um, we feel like that um, as music is art, uh, what's a better way of performing music than using elements that are also artistic? So uh, we want the musician to feel joy when they, before they practice, before they have a concert. They, we want musicians with all our products, we want them to, to feel pleasure when they Uh, do the previous rituals, uh, the rituals previous to playing, like using your ligature, like uh, uh, taking the reeds out of a reed case. Uh, That is very important, uh, that the musician experiences all these feelings and contact with nature, with beauty when they handle the the wood, the texture uh, and the fine work that uh, these uh, reed cases have. Apart from that, um, we have given very big, uh, a lot of importance to the perfect care of reeds. And uh, because of this, we uh, designed um, the, the reed case has a plastic interior with a, a grouped texture, which allows a proper even air circulation under your reeds. And um, it also offers a perfect fit uh, for the reeds. And also, uh, the, the, one of the virtues of, of the material of wood is that it keeps only the necessary humidity for reeds to last longer.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that the, the, there's also the little magnets which hold the, the lid on. It's just great how that slides on there.
1: Yes, uh, that is another another thing that uh, well uh, we worked. I, I can hear the click.
0: Here. Yeah, I'm playing with it right now. <laughs>
1: Uh yes, um, yes, th- that, that is um, uh, we use uh, four very, very powerful neodymium magnets, two in the cap and two uh, in the base. and they are very strong so they they, as you have shown with the click that we have heard, uh, the grid case snaps when you when it's uh, the, the, the magnets are near, it it snaps shut. By itself uh, so um, this also helped to to uh, provide well a secure close and uh, and it keeps the minimalist design of the read case because it, uh, um, another closing system is not necessary, so uh it helps uh, the design here Pablo wants to add something okay, uh, el click my es experience and see sí. yes <laughs> yes. De- del de, de concepto del objeto experienciar, el click click, click. yes <laughs> yes Pablo is adding here that this click that you that we have heard is part of the experience itself uh, that the object provides this experiencing this way of closing the read it for us it's like a, a, an experience that uh, gives you a sensation too
0: yeah I, absolutely I that, it's that, that... Nice
1: to, to do the click uh, to to use that system. Sorry. Uh.
0: Well, that's okay. It's nice actually, and that's actually a design principle. I can't remember what it's called, but you know, when you press a button on a calculator, it's important that it gives you some sort of feedback to know that you've pressed it, right? And uh, yes. in this case, like you can hear, my reeds are closed, and yes. uh, it's it's kind of a, a feedback for you as the as the consumer. I just want to say for those listening, it's really interesting too how this isn't just two pieces of wood sort of slapped together and and. I can actually see the grain running from the bottom section through to the top section, and the finish is just, just awesome. And it looks like the uh, the logo on here is almost like burned in. How does that get put on there? It's like a. Uh,
1: it's it's engraved the logo um, with uh, with laser. Is uh, yes, laser engraved.
0: Yeah, it's really cool.
1: That's that's a technique used for to to, to have the logo there. Yes. And so, it's beautiful. <laughs> so
0: you guys have some other products as well. Uh, there's a neck strap. There's a swab. I don't have a neck strap here, but what's that product like? Is it it's rather new?
1: Yes, uh, that is the 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 most recently released product, uh, the neck strap. We also have the, our line of cleaning kits and swabs for saxophones and clarinets, made of microfiber, and um, and well, the same with our cleaning kits and with our um, uh, neck straps uh, the, um, and as i mentioned with the, with the other products the selection of the material used for their confection has been a, a big challenge so um, with our neck strap uh, we decided to use uh, the, the material the leather uh, as this is also a noble material which is highly resistant, it's beautiful to the side, and the padded material that is in contact with the back of the neck is hypoallergenic, and it's very soft to the touch. Uh, it's like a padded fabric that is attached to the leather uh, material that uh, that is a neck piece. And the innovative feature of the neck strap is, uh, I don't know um, if you have, well, you have that neck strap or not?
0: Uh, no, I don't have the neck strap.
1: I have not received it. Well, okay, we will send one <laughs> because the the innovative feature is the adjuster that is handmade with bronze. It also has uh, the our uh, logo, the our B for bamboo, um, and uh, so it's uh, beautiful to the side too. And well, it's handmade with bronze. It's uh, shaped and polished manually, and then it receives a chrome plating that makes it resistant, and that provides an easy slide adjustment. And And that uh, um, easy slide ad- adjustment system is another experience itself, as we mentioned with the click and with other things uh, that our products um, provide. Um, the the feeling you have when you slide, uh, it has a a smooth uh, slide when you adjust your your neck strap, and that is an experience itself too. Um, Another thing that uh, we think that gives the unique characteristic to our um, neck straps uh, is, as we mentioned with the ligatures, is uh, the details, like the packaging, the attractive packaging, The engraving of our brand on the leather, the leather neck piece has our brand engraved and um, this also has been thought to provide the feeling that you are not only buying a product, a high quality functional product, um, but also an object that was thought and developed and manufactured to be used with pleasure. Uh, as we mentioned, with all the other products.
0: Um... Yeah, you know, I, I can tell you guys put a lot of thought into stuff. I mean, even on the, I'm holding the swab, which I actually just opened for the first time just to look at it here. This will be a prize and don't worry, whoever wins it, I, I won't have used it first. <laughs> um, but I just noticed that the sticker on the box here that says B flat clarinet is actually in the shape of a reed, which is kind of kind of cool. Yes. Yes. Very little <laughs> subtle things good. like that. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, yes, all all the visual parts of uh, our, our presentation is very important for us. Um, uh, also, well, uh, talk, um, regarding our neck straps, they are also available in different colors too. So yes, I was going to say,
0: I saw the kind of a brown leather. Was it blue and red?
1: Blue, red, brown, and black. Purple. Uh, for the time for the time being, there will be more colors available, but for the time being, these are the four colors we are offering. And so some people, for example, are choosing to use the red ligature with the red neck piece, uh, uh, sorry, with the neck, uh, red the red neck strap. And well, as we mentioned before, that helps like give you a style. Some people uh, dress according to the, to the <laughs> ligature and the, the accessories they use. So they use, uh, there is a musician here in Argentina called Emiliano Barri, and he, he, he plays in a quartet that is... Uh, yes, that is called um, a quarteto cuatro mil, and well, the his his style uh, is given by our accessories, and so he uses um, the red ligature, the red um, neck pe- and uh, sorry neck strap, and he also uses now uh, red shoelaces to combine. So uh, <laughs> it's part of the of the. Uh, how do you say? The, the, the
0: performance uh, almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the, the dress, um, I don't know. The find co- where costume
0: goes. almost? Like, the uh, costume,
1: sorry, yes. Yeah. It's part of the costume. Uh, our accessories have become part of the musician's costume, yes.
0: So, it's so interesting talking with you guys because to be honest, one of the things I first wondered when I when I heard about this company is, is you know, you, you're making these beautiful bamboo reed case things and the ligatures. And I was a little confused as to why you're also making swabs and cork grease. That seemed like an odd thing. But but knowing more of the history now and learning about how it was intended to kind of help the Ar- Argentinian people get affordable accessories, that's so interesting.
1: Yes, yes. That was one of the reasons why we started manufacturing, like... Uh, incorporating more products so that we have like a, 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 a complete catalog to offer uh, musicians here in Argentina and well, and then in, in all the world and, and, and also with the swaps, our intention is to provide something that is not a, a simple cloth. It's like something that you, you, you like using and that you enjoy opening the box and having this item too.
0: So, you guys were so generous with the giveaway today. There's going to be a bass clarinet ligature, um, a B-flat clarinet ligature. I have one of these gorgeous reed boxes, it holds eight uh, B-flat clarinet reeds, um, and also I have a swab and some cork grease. Is there anything you'd like to say to the winners of these products about them?
1: Well, yes, we, we really hope that, uh, as we mentioned before, that uh, our accessories are useful for them. to perform their music but also that they enjoy all these details that uh, they will find in our accessories and uh, that they can appreciate uh, all the work and the, and the thought put in in these accessories so we hope they can enjoy them and and they are welcome to contact us uh, for any kind of feedback question, anything, uh, we are available because um, we receive comments and feedback every day. We are receiving messages and uh, our company grows and benefits and learns from direct experience and, and with direct contact with users of our accessories. So we will be grateful if we receive uh, all, uh, all kinds of comments uh, all the comments we receive are um, read and analyzed by the staff in customer service and uh, these are selected and and some of our, or most of the comments are communicated to the team of technicians designers and this helps a lot to to create a product new product or, or to improve the products that we are uh, um, offering now so any comment any Question: Do not hesitate to contact us.
0: Absolutely, and I'm thinking of, I'm trying to carry. I, well, by the time this podcast airs, I'm hoping to have as many of these products available as I can on Clarinet.com. Where can people find you online, um, as far as social media and, and getting in touch?
1: Uh, they can. Uh, well, at, at the moment, our website, all the the company's images um, is being like uh, remodeling, uh, restructuring, and so. The the our website is in this process and so it's under construction at the moment, but um, they can contact us for the time being, they can contact us by uh, writing us inbox messages on our Facebook fan page and they can also follow us there and they can find information and images, uh, catalogs uh, uh, that is www.facebook.com slash accessorios bamboo um they can also contact us via email to info at vientosbamboo.com.ar and if you want i can also provide the links to see our catalogs they, yeah absolutely
0: they, yeah I, think uh, I can list all of that on the show notes page of the podcast there and so people can ah,
1: perfect. click on perfect. it easily and they can because because uh, there, there are two links where people can enter and see the catalogs online. Uh, they will be available later on our website, but uh, for the time being, they can have a look at our catalogs on the following links. To see our product catalog, uh, they, you can enter wwwvientosbamboocomar slash catalog slash 2016.pdf. Uh, so that directs you to the PDF file, online to see our products. Our read cases have a separate catalog um, because it's not a, a product that is uh, massively manufactured so um, there is a limit of, of units manufactured per month uh, as well they are they have a, a very complex process. So uh, well it's this catalog is on www.vientovamboo.com.r slash catalog slash readcases.pdf. Anyway, I, um, I, if, uh, people who contact us, uh, uh, if you contact us, we, we can send you the, the links too.
0: Um, so thank you so much for sharing your company's really interesting story today on the podcast. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with the Clarinet audience before we wrap up?
1: Well, uh, no, what we, we would like to thank uh, Clarinet and well, you, Sean Perrin, for for the collaboration, the the help, the interest in our products and and in our, our brand and in our work, uh, and for uh, giving us the possibility of talking about this in your podcast, which looks really really interesting and admirable. Uh, the research made by by Knitt, uh, for us is um, very interesting, and so what we want to express is our gratitude and our support to, to your, to your project. Oh, thank you. Thank you very very much.
0: That means a lot. Thanks so much.
1: Um, and well, Pablo is here. Uh, thank uh, He's thanking you too for, for the same things I mentioned. I have just mentioned. Thank you, Pablo. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: (laughs) he's thankful. Yes. (laughs) Uh, well, so, um, Uh, The the last thing I would like to add is that uh, if people, uh, listeners contact us, we can direct people to the, the, um, uh, we can inform where, if they are from different countries, uh, we can inform the best way of getting our accessories in their countries. Um, And well, as long as, uh, as well as uh, uh, show them the links to our, uh, our catalogs.
0: Are, are you guys going to Clarinet Fest?
1: We are not going to be present to be attending the, the festival ourselves, but there may be some representative of our brand there.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. We we,
1: ha- we can give the information later about this. So uh, maybe uh, a distributor, it's possible that uh, one of our distributors uh, will be present showing our products there.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm going. I was hoping maybe I could meet you guys, but... Maybe next time. Maybe at NAM. Are you going to NAM?
1: Uh, NAM, uh, it's, probable. it's probable. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, we are deciding. <laughs> uh, uh, we may, we may be if we are lucky and things go uh, sure. as we expect. Uh, we may be uh, releasing or introducing uh, the the new ligature there. Oh, that'd NAM. be very nice. So it, yes, it would be. Nice if we can do that. I would like to thank you again for uh, giving us this space to talk about our project, our, our company, our our ideas, our work, uh, and and well, and to express uh, that um, we uh, have enjoyed a lot to be part of this podcast.
0: Thank you so much, and thanks for coming on the show, Pablo and Claudia. Uh,
1: thank you very much.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to learn more, please see the show notes for episode 22 at clarineat.com. Here you'll also find links to items discussed on the show and you'll be able to check out the blog, subscribe, shop and learn more about many other episodes that we have. Make sure to stay tuned, no pun intended, after this short message from our sponsor for today's Neat Coda, which is a new portion of the show dedicated to listener feedback, news and comments. This episode of Clarineat was brought to you by Dadaria Woodwinds. Sanding, shaping, balancing. For centuries mastering your instrument meant mastering these crafts too. But now, D'Addario is redefining craftsmanship for the 21st century by refining their reeds and mouthpieces with technology built from the ground up. By using the world's most innovative techniques to deliver consistently what was once made variable by hand, D'Addario ensures excellence right out of the box as standard, not a surprise. So you can spend less time sanding, shaping, and balancing, and more time perfecting your own craft. To learn more about the new era of craftsmanship from Dedario Woodwinds, visit dedariocom slash woodwinds. Welcome to The Coda, a new section of the Clarinet podcast devoted entirely to listeners. Feel free to su- submit any sort of listener feedback, questions, news, concert or tour announcements, or anything else that comes to mind about the clarinet or the music world. Our first submission today comes from Eric Salazar, who many of you remember from episode 8 of the podcast. He'd like to share information about his brand new CD release on iTunes.
1: Hi, everyone. Eric Salazar here. I just wanted to give you some information about my EP album, Live in Chicago. The album is a live performance recording of a show I did in Chicago, and it features original clarinet compositions for clarinet and electronics. Some of it's bluesy, some of it's classical, and some of it is just different. Thanks for your support, and thank you to Sean Perrin from Clarinet for doing the great work he does.
0: Thank you so much for sending that in, Eric, and and thank you for your kind words. The second submission today comes from Catherine Lodano. She was featured on Episode 7 of the podcast, and since speaking with me, she's become published in a new book called Improvisation and Music Education. Her article in the book deals with improvisation and performance anxiety in musicians, and is definitely worth a read. I personally can't wait to get my hands on a physical copy of this book because this is something that interests me quite a bit. If you're interested in Catherine's publication in the book or Eric's new album, head on over to the episode 22 show notes at clarineet.com. If you have anything you'd like to submit for the next episode uh, in the CODA portion of the podcast, please feel free to send a voice message by clicking send voicemail at clarineet.com or send an email directly to feedback at clarineet.com. That's it for today's CODA portion of the show, and that concludes today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon.